This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We have been on the air as a trio on Unsportsmanlike for a little over five months. Nuno, our producer, our producer, saying that he would go shrinking if the Yankees won the World Series is <laughs> the single biggest turn we have taken on the unexpected turn that we have taken in five months. I, I can't come up with something like we've taken weird turns or maybe, hey, we went to a topic we weren't supposed to go to. I don't know, CC and Smalls, that we've taken a turn more out of nowhere than Nuno saying he's going to go streaking because of the Yankees. Yeah, I just have so many questions. Like, I want to know, like, are, are you talking about going streaking if you're at the game and you yeah. realize they're going to win? Are you going streaking at the parade? Like, where is the streaking going to take place? No, that can, that can, those situa- places will lead to be, me being arrested, right? Like, yeah. And- oh, so you want to go streaking in private. So this is like a salt burn situation? <laughs> I don't know what that is. I'm so. Oh, well, hold on. Cece gets it. I, I get it. It's so a movie. It's a I, movie where the guy is basically streaking through the house naked at the end, and there's nobody there. Yeah. So, a but, but is it really group. streaking if there's nobody there? No. To witness no. That's just streaking? walking around your house. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There, there has to be somebody there, Nuno. So how are you going to do it? But see, here's a caveat. That said, if Jose Altuve, <laughs> the cheater, was on the Yankees, the cheater, get it him. would actually lead them to a World Series. So if the Yankees somehow some way luck into the, a World Series which isn't going to happen until they get rid of Brian Cashman but like <laughs> I'm not going streaking like well that, hold on though. Garrett, Garrett, Garrett Cole is there Mr. Spider Tack I mean he was a part of it too uh, I mean if if you're, you don't want to go you wouldn't go streaking even if Garrett Cole helped your Yankees win a championship no be- no <laughs> no, <laughs> no so is there, is there any player acquisition in sports that we as a show are now rooting for more than the hypothetical of Jose Altuve I getting traded it. to the Yankees I want it like we all would want Patrick Mahomes to be the quarterback of our football team I'm not sure if I want that as much as I want Altuve traded to the Yankees yeah, does anyone for this have, hypothetical does anyone have a direct line to Brian Cashman we need to put a word in his ear and make this happen this is this is just a remarkable turn of events here on Unsportsmanlike. You can tune into Sunday night uh, on ESPN Radio 2024 NBA All-Star Game live from Indy, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern on most of our ESPN stations. Speaking of ESPN stations, you now have to wonder very quickly, and then we'll move on to something else here, I think. Um, does Nuno now do, like, a guest hit on ESPN Cleveland today? Maybe. Like, they're going to try – you got to try to book Nuno if you're them, right? To do this, to have the battle. <laughs> They're gonna uh, real quick. Also, oh, here he goes. Here he goes. Because I had got, an NBA angle ready to present, but go ahead. If go you guys, ahead. if you guys want to talk to me, hit up my agent Christopher Canty. Uh, I'm <laughs> oh, that'd him, be great. I'm gonna let him negotiate this. But in that clip that they put out, where was the smoke for Canty? Like. It, it, they come after me, like, and I'm good with that. Like, I'll fight you guys <laughs> verbally, verbally, because whatever. But like, it's all love. It's all um, love. <laughs> but it's all love. But like, where's the smoke for Canty? He literally said, "You guys are going to lose Donovan Mitchell to LeBron James and the Lakers." Because Canty went after the sports conversation. You literally called out Aaron specifically. That's the difference. I mean, because he said something ridiculous. I'm I'm not saying he didn't. That's a great point. Hammer did say something very ridiculous. Nobody's arguing that, but if you want to know the answer, Nuno, and and by the way, who do you want to fight if you're them? CeCe or you? I mean, I'm going to go with you. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) I mean, come on. All right. I don't know, but but, but, but Nuno is, is, is sneaky, though. He's very, very sneaky. Very crafty. He's in the gym, too. Yeah, yeah. He's he very, may fight very naked. crafty. He may fight naked. I mean, yeah, that's what he's going to do. You don't want to corner Nuno. 
Just saying. That's his move, CC. He just takes his clothes off. He's like, all right, you want to fight? Uh, you want to fight? I'm going to pretend Altuve's on the Yankees right now. Ah, there we go. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, deep breath. I have no interest in doing anything else, but I know we have to. Okay, now, uh, NBA All-Star Weekend this weekend. CeCe, I give you credit. Uh, you've been hyping it up, saying maybe we see a different version of Saturday night specifically. Because yeah. for the last however many years, it's been like, who? Who's this on the dunk contest? Now we at least have Jalen Brown who's an all-star. Jaime Hawkes Jr. from Miami has gotten some buzz here. McClung is a guy that comes back, and we know who he is. I'm always looking forward to this because I'm an NBA geek, but I think that you've kind of put a different spin on this because when we were back in our day, when we were growing up, it was Michael, it was Dominique, it was Dr. J. It was elites of elites participating in this stuff, and at least maybe we have some names this year more than in years past. No doubt about it. I mean, you mentioned three of the four dunk contest participants that everybody would know, right? But then the three-point shootout, you got Steph Curry and Sabrina Ionescu, but then also the traditional three-point contest. You got Dame Lillard, Tyrese Halliburton, Carl Anthony Towns, Jalen Brunson, Spider Mitchell, and Trey Young. Like, who doesn't want to see those guys battle it out from shooting from beyond the arc? Like, that's going to be Really, really fun to watch. Then you got the Rising Stars competition and Victor Webanyama, who just had a 10-block triple-double this past week. Like, everybody, there's, there's something for everybody, and there's an interesting angle, an interesting aspect of every single event that's going to be happening over All-Star Weekend. So I'm excited to be able to watch it, man. I think it's going to be a lot more buzz, a lot more energy around this one than in years past. You know, I said we can try to move on, but when the boss man texts you and follows up on something i mean you have to do what the our leadership says right obviously justin craig who is the head of espn radio texted me did nuno just go from saying canty was his agent to then selling him out (laughs) that is a good point he said cc you're my agent why aren't they going after you Uh, i don't know i don't mean listen he nuno (laughs) was just presenting the facts of the situation, he wants me to represent him. I have no problem with whatever case that he wants to make, including me as the potential shield for any criticism coming his way because they don't want to criticize me when I was critical of them. I get where Nuno was coming from. It completely makes sense in my mind. I also love how quickly Nuno's integrity flew out the window. He's like, oh, Jose Altuve, cheater. But if he went to the Yankees and won a title, I'm streaking. In an yeah. instant, he's ready to throw that out the window. Oh, boy. Yeah, and the irony of that, because Altuve didn't want his shirt ripped off by his teammates, but Nuno can't wait <laughs> to rip his clothes off when Altuve helps the Yankees win a championship. Yeah, but to be fair, CC, Nuno doesn't have a, a bad tattoo that he's trying to cover up. Okay? Oh Those God. bad tats. The, you irony, shown. the irony of all of this. Now I'm just thinking about Nuno streaking at ESPN because Candy wants the location. The whole way is ESPN all of a sudden. I mean, does HR what? does HR report it or do we like get a camera crew out there to is film it? Is it out in the quad? I like, I don't, I don't even know how that Rob works. Rob will get in the car right now. We'll send him to Bristol if that's happening. What are you right? kidding me? I'm telling you. Oh, I'm my God. You. All right. Um, you know, I want to ask you guys a question that has been kind of the overriding question that people have had about the dunk contest for years as to whether or not the great players should be kind of pushed into and forced into participate. And a lot of people look at the demise of the dunk contest and put it at LeBron and and blame him for it because he never did it. All of his peers that are as great as he did, Kobe, Michael, et cetera, all did it. I don't know that there's enough money to go around to force people to do it. I will ask the question. I wonder if the NBA ever gets to the place of 
the three point and dunk will only be the participants that actually play in the All Star game, and that that is part of being a part of All Star Weekend. Like, hey, you want to be here, you have to participate in one of our ancillary events. What do you think if they were to do that, guys? Um, I, I, here's the thing: I, I don't know that you can force these guys to do it, given how much money they're making. And 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 to say a guy can't be an All Star unless he participates in the other events. I just feel like that's a little unfair to them, and it's unfair to the fans that are a part of voting these guys into the All-Star game. So I don't I don't know if I can buy into that. I see where you're going with it in terms of trying to put a mechanism in place in order to get them to participate. I just don't know that that's the way to do it by disqualifying them altogether from being an All-Star. Yeah, I, I'm with I, – I can see both sides of this. Like, I understand where CeCe's coming from, but I understand your point as well, Evan, that this is all about star power. And if we can get the LeBron James of the world to participate in some of those other events, it's going to have more eyeballs on the product. And maybe people think it has more substance if guys like LeBron are competing in it. But, but, you, want, but you want volunteers, not hostages, right? Because <laughs> you could say, oh, you got to be in a dunk contest, and then the guy goes out there – and does some, some lame dunks and gets eliminated in the early rounds, he can check the box and say he was a part of the dunk contest. You want somebody that's going out there and it's going to be in it to win it. And so that's the thing where I think you have to kind of rely on guys that, that want to make a name for themselves in this league and use the million dollars as a character in order to do so. It's a tremendous platform. Uh, and, and so we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Jalen Brown, who certainly doesn't need the million dollars if he wins it, is choosing to do it. So we'll, we'll see what ends up happening. We'll see if this ends up being a trend where you can get some star power, some guys that are, you know, all, are all-star slash all-NBA caliber talent and put them in positions where they can compete and battle it out in a dunk contest. Everything you guys are saying is fair. Let me just counter it with this. I want to quickly read you the all-stars and write down the four people that if you were in charge, you'd put in the dunk contest. And this will be, be my case in point as to how much better it would be if they actually forced them to do it, okay? So you got Giannis, Embiid, Halliburton, Dame, Tatum, Bam, Paolo Banchero, the face of the league, Scotty Barnes, Jalen Brown, <laughs> Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell, Carl Anthony Towns, Kawhi, Paul George, Ant-Man, Anthony Edwards, Anthony Davis, Steph Curry, Devin Booker, Nikola Jokic, LeBron James, SGA, Kevin Durant, and Luka. Okay? CeCe, build your dunk contest for me. Well, there are several guys that I have no interest in seeing in a dunk contest. Um, but the ones that I, that I absolutely would want to see in, in the contest, Ant-Man would be the headliner. Unbelievable. Anthony Edwards, like, I mean, yeah. like, that guy is doing something special every single night. I would want to have Spider Mitchell in there. He's really, really, really bouncy. He would have to be in the dunk contest. I, I, I want to say that I would want Giannis in the dunk contest, but he's so tall, I don't know that from an aesthetic standpoint it's going to look the way that it should. But I'll go ahead and throw Giannis in there for good measure. And then, of course, Jalen Brown. Not LeBron. I'm not LeBron. Wow. Not, not LeBron at this point. Not okay, LeBron. so if they if they the forcing them into dunk contest for Chris Canty would be Donovan Mitchell, Anthony Edwards, Giannis, and Jalen Brown. That That's would be it. that would be ridiculous. That's it. That would be insane. Smalls. I have Brown, Giannis, Edwards, and LeBron. Okay, like how is that not so much better than what we're gonna see tomorrow night? That's awesome. That's my point. Is that I wish there was a way to do it. CC's counter is beyond fair. 
Yeah, with what? They're not going to pay them enough to actually force them into doing it. Maybe if they all were told Nuno's going to streak in front of the All-Star <laughs> game unless they dunked, they'd all oh participate. My oh, my god! We're on Sportsman Life presented by Progressive Insurance. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. You know, we're not that far away already from the new league year in the NFL. With free agency, combine coming up. We already saw teams like the Chicago Bears make moves yesterday, releasing players to free up cap space. It was Valentine's Day this week. So let's do a little round of players that uh, and teams that should start new relationships around the league. Are there teams, are there players that we're looking at that should start new relationships? Uh-oh, something happened with CC. Oh, no, what? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not you all. <laughs> My wife, Mel, is not letting me do the show right now. <laughs> this, is, this is the danger of working from home when your wife tries to distract you while you're doing a national radio show. Remember when I told you all that nobody in my family thinks I work a real job? This is case in point. They they try to do everything they can to distract me away from what we're doing on the show right now. Is she pulling a Nuno? Is that what's happening right now? Yeah, uh, it's going that way. Yes, it's going that way. It's very hard to focus. Very hard to focus right now. You're a gamer, though. I I'm a gamer. It. I am locked in. I am locked in. Are not you here. I'm not here. to the show. I am here. I am here. I wouldn't I'm be locked, locked into blinders. the show if I'm you. Put those blinders on. Pull it a new A new term. We have a new term on this show. Pull it a new Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. <laughs> I didn't have that on the big old car for Friday at 930, Rev. I, di- I didn't see it coming. That was at 1130 when you're done with Green. Uh, anyway. Wow. Gosh, well, I'm just saying. All right. Um, new relationships. You know what I was thinking about? Tell us. I'm going to get laughed at for this, but here we go. I was thinking about college football. And this applies to where we're going with this. And I was thinking about all these coaches that have left head coaching jobs for position coaches' jobs because they feel like, hey, we have a better chance of long-term success if we get this good job now because we may not have it later. I'll give you an example. It seems like coaching UCLA football would be a good thing. Chip Kelly decides to leave to be the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. Maybe he thinks he has more time to be the offensive coordinator at Ohio State than he does at UCLA, right, as a head coach. Where would Robert Sala get more time? As a Niners defensive coordinator or as the Jets head coach? Mm. Oh, there's no question. It's the former. 
his time as a Jets head coach is coming to an end. And you would never voluntarily leave a head coaching job for a coordinator job. But when we're thinking about new relationships, Robert Sala and the San Francisco 49ers rekindling an old relationship is just somewhere in my mind. I'm like, wow, that kind of makes sense long term. It will never in a million years happen. I know that. But I think the Jets are such a mess that I could argue that Aaron Rodgers should have a new relationship. The Jets should have a new relationship. And they are clearly going to be a year late on what they should have done this offseason. So when I think new relationships, things mm-hmm. on the side, I think all things Jets. But where would Aaron the, Rodgers The Rob Sala thing is fascinating, though. I mean, it's not as if we hadn't seen a coordinator that was hired by the New York Jets get fired and then go somewhere else and be the coordinator and eventually be elevated to the head coach. Oh, you know, that guy named Todd Bowles? <laughs> Didn't that just happen and he took the team to the playoffs with Baker Mayfield? Didn't that just happen? Like Everybody in New York thought Todd Bowles couldn't coach. Turns out the Jets just couldn't get out of their own way when it came to quarterbacks. He went down to Tampa with Baker Mayfield and went to the playoffs. And that was after he was a coordinator when they won the Super Bowl. I'm just saying Rob Sala would be better served bungeeing out of the Jets situation in finding a soft place to land, which would be the D.C. job at, at the San Francisco 49ers, which we have found out is a launching pad for head coaching opportunities. Yep. You mean a place where he doesn't have to plead the fifth when asked about his quarterback situation? <laughs> it, will ne- it will never happen. But when we were talking about new relationships, that is where my mind went. I know that's weird, but that's where my mind went. Well, hang on. You said it, Aaron Rodgers might need to find a new spot as well. Where would you like to see him go? Or where do you think he should look if that were the case? I'm nervous about something. Uh-oh, what? If Aaron Rodgers doesn't work out with the Jets this year, a lot of people think, oh, maybe he retires. There's an organization that is littered with former executives and coaches that he played for. And that's New England. Ooh. I want no part of that, but have you noticed? They're going to take a quarterback, Ev. I know. I'm just you're putting me on the spot and asking me these questions. If Aaron, <laughs> if it don't work out this year for the Jets, Aaron Rodgers is going to be working for Fox News. He ain't, he ain't going to be working in the NFL as a quarterback. That's done. After what happened at the end in Green Bay, and then seeing what that team was after he left, and then seeing what the Jets were this year. It's a disaster. Here's the thing. Quarterback injuries, things happen all the time. That's not what I'm talking about. It's what it looked like. And in the scathing reports and and articles written about how things were operating behind the scenes because of Aaron Rodgers' presence within the organization. If it doesn't work out with the Jets, Aaron Rodgers is done in the National Football League. You heard it here first. It ain't happening no more for him. He is done. A wrap. Nobody's going to touch him. He's going to do a podcast called Into the Darkness. You watch. Into the Darkness? <laughs> well, it could be uh, right there with the podcast I'm doing with Coach Belichick. Do your pod, uh, which is... Um, <laughs> Trademarked that. That's yeah, brilliant. We have actually... So, the uh, Rogers Belichick pod, what everybody needs. <laughs> no, me and Belichick. That's what we need. All right, I gave you my, my uh, side piece opportunity with, uh, with Robert Sala, that he goes to the Niners, maybe brings Rogers with him. Who knows? All right, so there's, my, there's my, my NFL relationship. Starting a new relationship, what do you guys have? Okay, I have one. Cece, you mind if I jump in here? Go ahead. All right, so when I thought about changing relationships, I thought about what is wrong in a current situation and how you can learn and grow from that in your next relationship, right? Okay. We always want to take the lessons from a failed relationship and make sure we don't make those same mistakes moving forward, which leads me to Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is in the middle of a circus. He is Britney Spears in the center of the ring at the circus. 
So why not take Dak Prescott and move him to the most stable place in the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mm. with Mike Tomlin, a place that needs a quarterback that would absolutely appreciate him, a team that always has a winning record, a coach that knows how to extract the best out of people. I think Dak Prescott could use a change of scenery, and I think he he could use it in a stable place, and I think Pittsburgh is the perfect place If you put Dak Prescott on the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'll bet a dollar they go to the AFC title game against the Chiefs next year. That's how confident I would be that that would work. That's wow. a great, that's a Dak great one. with the Steelers? I, that's such a great one, Smalls. Wow. You. you don't like that combo package? That is spicy. I just, I didn't think it was on the board, but I think it would be a phenomenal fit. I mean, Dak is a B-plus to A-minus level quarterback. So, yeah, I absolutely think it would work if he ends up being your quarterback. But I, I think I'm going to go with a different side piece to get <laughs> wifed up by the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that would be Justin Fields. <laughs> I think Justin Fields would be a phenomenal fit with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Since Justin Fields was drafted into the league, the Chicago Bears are second during that span in rush yards per game. And I think that fits exactly what Mike Tomlin wants the identity of that team to be. It wants to, he wants to muck up the game like nobody's business, limit the amount of possessions, and take advantage of situational football. And Justin Fields would help him do that because of his ability as a runner. I think you can develop the downfield passing aspect of his game, especially with those weapons, those wide receivers. But I think if you parachute Justin Fields into what the Pittsburgh Steelers got going on right now on the offensive side of the ball with Jalen Warren and with Najee Harris and that steadily improving offensive line, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are a team that will absolutely be in the postseason next year. So what you two just actually told the world is that you think the Pittsburgh Steelers are ripe for the taking for a big-time quarterback to join them. They're that, a quarterback away. That, yeah. That's the team. Because like, we thought that about Atlanta. Remember we said that had that conversation about Atlanta. Has Pittsburgh overtaken Atlanta as that team that if they get the right guy could make that big jump? I don't even want to say it's Atlanta. It reminds me of the L.A. Rams once upon a time before they made the move for Matt Stafford. That's how I feel about Pittsburgh. They have all the ingredients that you need to compete at a high level except the quarterback. And that's why I think there's going to be opportunities this year for them to get that part figured out. But the most important thing is to acknowledge that you have a problem. And based on everything that we're hearing around Pittsburgh, they are absolutely bringing in competition at the quarterback spot for Kenny Pickett, and rightfully so. I think they're going to bring in somebody that they're planning on usurping Kenny Pickett, and Justin Fields would be a quarterback that could do that, in my opinion. Why not shoot even higher, then? If, if we're saying that they are a quarterback away, then d- shouldn't we hear that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going all in on Kirk Cousins? Because he's better than Justin Fields. He's better than Russell Wilson right now, as much as I love Russell Wilson. He's gonna be—he's available, unlike Dak and Smalls' scenario. Shouldn't we then be hearing rumors? And we, we can continue this conversation. That the Pittsburgh Steelers need to be in on Kirk Cousins as the best available quarterback. If we think that they're a really good quarterback away from going to the Super Bowl or contending for the Super Bowl, that's the best one available. We'll revisit that coming up. We're on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are going to get to this quarterback question in a second, but I'm sorry. Anytime you have a big revelation, it needs to be told to the world. So we've learned today so far on Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance, that Nuno, our producer, has said if Jose Altuve were to ever join the Yankees and they won a World Series, he'd go streaking for some ridiculous reason. Because he'd be pumped. Of course. Uh, we just As learned. We just learned, and I didn't know this prior. Smalls did not know this prior. Uh, CC may have because he's known Nuno longer, I think, than all of us. No, I'm. I'm oh, you okay? Nuno for quite some um, time. We just learned that Nuno used to be an intern on the Jerry Springer show. Mm-hmm. You knew that, Cece? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've talked about this before. I don't yeah. know if I talked about it on here. Yeah, so when I got into, started getting into this business, I interned at uh, NBC on the Jerry Springer and Steve Wilco show. You know, one day it was handing out tickets, whatever. Then another day I was hanging out with the assistant editors who had to pixelate things that you're not supposed to see on TV. Wow. And then you got to be around that environment and you saw that, like, anyone will do anything to come. Like, people are literally will do anything on TV for a, a free trip to Stanford, Connecticut. Like, <laughs> just to be on, on TV to fight, you know, f- uh, fake fight someone. Wow. It, it was amazing. We may have just learned something. Maybe that's the origination of the um, streaking because he used to be the pixelating guy if there was skin shown on TV that he knows how to operate that. Maybe that's where the streaking thing came from with Nuno. Just, wow. You learn something new every day. Nuno, it's a Jerry Springer intern. You know, there's there's few things that would give you the rush back in the day than taking a sick day from like grade school or middle school and laying on the couch <laughs> yes. housing Doritos and watching Jerry Springer. Yes. You know what I mean? Like More kids, so than Price is Right? Kids sit, oh, are you kidding? Because you're not supposed yes. to be watching. I'm like eight years old being like, he's the dad. I know it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm eight. But your parents aren't really there or they're like doing stuff and you're able to watch Jerry Springer. That was that was a time. And that just was a time. think, when you're like, I can't see everything on the screen. Now you know it was was Nuno, who was pixelating that as an intern. A legend. All right, we talked about the Steelers and how they're a great opportunity for a big-time quarterback to come in there and potentially win a lot under Mike Tomlin with that defense, T.J. Watt and company, and then, as CeCe has pointed out, they just find wide receivers always. So we've we've talked a lot about Justin Fields. Should they shoot their shot a little higher? Should they go all in for a Kirk Cousins? Is there some other door that they should knock on? If we're saying that they're the best bet – for a good quarterback to go to and win big, is there bigger than Justin Fields? Yeah, I mean, Dan Graziano told us who it was. It's Dak Prescott. Like he he said that there are moves that the Cowboys can make. They can make it a they can restructure uh, um, Dak Prescott's contract to lower the cap hit if that makes it more palatable for them to tr- you know to find a way to make him amenable to a trade to Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh is going to give him what they're looking for, to me. That is going for it. Going for a quarterback that that has all pro uh, on his resume, to, it, 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 that could take you to the next level. At that point, 
then I'm ready to say, you know what, the Pittsburgh Steelers can enter the chat with the Cincinnati Bengals as a team that can challenge the Kansas City uh, Chiefs to come out of the AFC. Like, that's how bullish I would be on Pittsburgh if you were able to consummate a marriage between Mike Tomlin, Dak Prescott, and what that defense is bringing to the party. I think it would be a perfect fit. And if I'm yeah. Pittsburgh, I'm certainly making that call. I'm calling on Justin Fields. I'm calling on Kirk Cousins. I'm calling on everybody from Pittsburgh because I know that I need a quarterback and I need to act with a sense of urgency because of the talent that I have on this football team and because I have Mike Tomlin as the head coach. But when I think about Dak and the situation that he's in right now, even though he's surrounded by a lot of talent, even though he's in line to get a, another really big deal, even though he has great chemistry and synergy with Mike McCarthy, his head coach, it's not working in Dallas. It's not working out for him. It's not working out for them. He has an organization and an owner who hasn't committed to him long-term yet. He has teammates and their families who are publicly saying bad things about him. It's a mess there. It's a circus. And I think if he could get out of that situation, free Dak in some way, and he could go somewhere stable like Pittsburgh and be in in an environment where it would be the total opposite of what he's experienced in Dallas, I think it would be amazing for him, and I think it would be a great fit for the Steelers too. All right, you want to go down another path here that is very interesting in terms of the hypothetical trades and, and new people pairing up with different people Valentine's Day week here? How about this one, guys? Mike Tannenbaum, front office insider, ESPN, of course, was on Get Up this morning and suggested this hypothetical trade. Deshaun Watson from Cleveland... And a second-round pick to the Giants for Daniel Jones. Deshaun Watson and a second to the Giants for Daniel Jones. Who says no? If I'm the Giants, I'm saying no. Yeah, I don't think that the Giants will bring that baggage into their organization. No, no shot. No way. Why would I no want shot. that? No shot. What, what no about shot. what I've seen from him outside of one half of football before he got injured this season would want me to – Make that risk if I'm the Giants. So yeah, why would you take on that contract? Nah, yeah, not doing it. No way. You guys are answering that different ways though, which is, which is interesting. CC having played for the Giants is answering it. I I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, CC. From a baggage previous off field alleged actions perspective, and Smalls, you're answering it from a football wise. Is he that good that I even want him? Yeah, but both both reasons are reason enough not right. to bring him in if I'm the Giants. Yeah, the juice isn't worth the squeeze when it comes to Deshaun Watson. He's not the same quarterback that he was once upon a time in Houston. And there's no guarantee that he's ever going to get back to that. But you know what is guaranteed? All of the money that he has left on that contract. It's ugly times ugly when it comes to what Deshaun Watson is going to be getting paid over the next three years. And if you're the Giants, why would you want to touch that with a 10-foot pole? He also suggested Justin Fields to Pittsburgh for a second-round pick, which I think you guys are obviously all in on, of course. Yeah, and he suggested an idea of a C.J. Mosley from the Jets to the Cowboys for Brandon Cook's trade, wide receiver. So he's out there throwing out trades, which are interesting, obviously. But the concept of the Browns with Deshaun Watson is a very interesting one. Having won games with backup quarterbacks, including Joe Flacco last year. I guess let me do it this way. CC, if you're Andrew Barry and you're running the, the Cleveland Browns, are you gauging the Deshaun Watson market this offseason or are you doing everything in your power to basically revitalize Deshaun There's Watson? no market for that contract, Evan. There's $140 million left on that contract over the next three years. Who the hell wants that? There is no market for that contract at all. Like, 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 think about how good you'd have to be to have that. Like, Aaron Rodgers got a contract, what, three years, $150 million, 
And that was a guy that was coming off of back-to-back MVPs when he got that deal. Like, there's nobody that's going to give Deshaun – there's nobody in the league that's desperate enough to get in bed with Deshaun Watson for three years, $140 million or so on. There's no chance. So that's something that Cleveland is going to have to ride with. Now, them making the playoffs is probably what gave the head coach and the GM, Andrew Barry, a reprieve. But I, like, this is, this is an immovable object when it comes to, you know, the NFL and, and player, player contracts. No, nobody is going to take on this contract. Cleveland is going to have to deal with this. And, and it's ugly, but this is, this is what they saddled up for when they decided to go after Deshaun Watson once upon a time. So this would be, is it safe to say this would be the most shocking player traded in recent memory for you, not because of ability, but because of, of how difficult contractually it would be to actually move this player? Yes. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking I, at, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Here's the thing. Yeah. He's got a second-round pick attached to it. I don't even know if teams will do it for multiple first-round picks. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. So you're saying, just so we understand this, if the Cleveland Browns called Team X and they said, listen – we want off of this, and we're going to pay you off NBA trade style to take this off of our hands. We will give you our next two first-round picks just to take Deshaun Watson. You think there's a chance that teams would say no to that? No. I, I don't think there's a chance. I, I, I know that teams would say no to that. It, 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 cripple, it cripples you. There's nothing you can do with that contract. It is crippling. That contract is crippling. I guess if you're a team that's tearing it down to the studs and you know I have no shot at winning over the next several years, then maybe you consider it. What you're essentially doing is paying $140 million for two extra first-round draft picks. But, I mean, that's, that's where you would be at. I, I don't even know who would want to do something like that. Is there a way to, to redo his I guess the Carolina deal? Panthers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess they, I guess they would do it. He played at Clemson. Maybe that would make some sense, but they got Bryce Young. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know who's desperate and dysfunctional enough to take on the most dysfunctional contract that an organization has ever given to a player. But even if you're desperate, what, what part of what you've seen from him would make you want to take that risk? Well, you're not taking you're not taking it for Watson. You're taking it for the picks, right? But that, but right, but you're still having to bring him in. You know what I mean? Like there's but still that attached to it. The amazing part of this is that, like, this is what we do this time of year. I I personally thoroughly enjoy these kinds of conversations because it's like the fun who says no hypotheticals that Tannenbaum threw out there on Get Up today. But what you are saying is so interesting that it is so ridiculous to think about moving Deshaun Watson that you can't even go to a who says no conversation. Like, no. we can't even get to that. Even if he restructures no. to be traded, we can't even go there? No. Wow. No. No. It's an immovable object. Wow. That's, that's remarkable. That is remarkable. So we shoot that down because of the idea that it is, as you said, an, an immovable object which means he better be good for the Cleveland Browns. The unsportsmanlike moments of the day, plus Canty's best bet next on Sportsmanlike ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Okay, so the parlay hit last night. Steph Curry under six and a half made threes and the Warriors on the money line thanks to a big game from Klay Thompson. 35 points off the bench in 28 minutes. We are going to All-Star Weekend for the parlay today. And it has to do with the festivities on Saturday night. I'm taking Steph Curry in the three-point challenge against Sabrina Ionescu. And we're going to parlay that with Mac McClung repeating as the dunk contest champion. So that two-leg parlay pays out at plus 125. He survived a terrible, terrible moment in our history. The most unsportsmanlike moment of the day. That was terrible. It was not a great look. Well, we have established a little bit of a beef between Nuno, our producer, and Cleveland in general. And this beef stems from Cleveland's ESPN Cleveland, really big show, Aaron Goldhammer, Chris Oldak, of course, Tony Rizzo, talking about the idea that they were not in on, on LeBron playing with Steph if that were to happen based on Woj's reporting earlier this week with Ramona Shelburne. And... They went to a place of it would basically soil the 2016 title that the Cavs won. So Nuno thought that was crazy. He went at them. They went back at him. And it all stems from the idea of your favorite player and your favorite team teaming up with the rival. So Nuno today, in maybe the most unsportsmanlike moment in the history of unsportsmanlike, <laughs> responded to their response with this. And this is going to hurt. And CC, you could talk about this. Jose Altuve is a cheater. I can't yeah. stand the Astros. If Altuve came to the Yankees and helped them win a title, I'm going to celebrate it. I might go streaking. He might go streaking. He decided that the best possible outcome for this rival that he doesn't like joining his team and winning a World Series is that he would go streaking (laughs) like there's still no anyway we this you know what this is we spent three or four days trying to understand Kyle Shanahan's logic in overtime and every time we talked about it we found another thing we poked another hole that's what this is with Nuno you can't as CC said so your response to the guy who doesn't take his shirt off is to take your shirt off (laughs) well is that what I said, was it not ridiculous? Was it not yes. asinine? Yes. It's similar to uh, Goldhammer saying that it, it would soil the 2016 oh, championship. You're going to try to defend yourself with that? Uh, no. Uh, my defense is I just blacked out. There's times that I will black out and I don't know what I say. Yeah. And it's the first time Relatable. it's happened on this show. Get used to it. I don't know that we can have a more unsportsmanlike moment than that. That was remarkable that Nuno... It's going streaking. The fact smalls. that you would even put that on the board, Nuno, that you would suggest that you would streak kind of shocked me. Yeah, he fights the idea of CC putting him in an ice bath, yeah. but volunteers the streaking angle. Interesting. Fascinating by Nuno. All right, no way of topping that, but the next thing here. So there was a college basketball game last night 
where one of the teams, I'm sorry, I'm laughing at them, but one of the teams got stuck in the elevator. So they're in the arena and they get stuck trying to, this is fairly Dickinson, um, and they got stuck, the elevator was stuck that they had to climb out. The elevator was like halfway down in the elevator bank and they had to climb out of that. Nightmare fuel. Have either of you ever been stuck in an elevator? No, and I'm yes. freaking out. Yes, you have. I've been stuck in an elevator. It is absolutely terrifying Ugh. to just be sitting there and waiting for when they come to get you out. And there's and the worst is when you're on a high floor, like if you're on the thirtieth or fortieth floor, like and there's nowhere to go. Like what 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 do you do? Like it is it is a terrifying terrifying feeling do you remember specifics of like where you were how high up you were how many other people were in there cc i don't know it's just it was just me and my wife and i don't remember the exact floor we were on but it was high up and it was absolutely terrifying and who was and it was after and it was after hours so you're just like i don't know how long this is gonna take for somebody to come here and help us now it didn't take that long i think we were stuck for about 20 30 minutes but still like you just the uncertainty, the unknown about when you're going to get unstuck is, is, is what's terrifying. Who was more scared, you or your wife? I was, by far. It yeah. wasn't even close. That would be in my, in my marriage, too. I'd be petrified. I'd be crawled up in a bowl. Oh, <laughs> my that, wife would be like, all right, enough, please. That is nightmare fuel, to be stuck in an elevator. The, the fear of the unknown, and also, I'm sure, after some point, you feel like the space is closing in on you. Oh, I would hate that. I, w- I would not do well in that situation. Uh, by the way, guys, I have an update on something. Remember when Nuno said that CC was his agent and that everybody can go through CC for any requests yes. towards Nuno? Nuno has officially been requested to join the really big show ESPN Cleveland at 10 oh, a.m. Okay. Eastern time. Now, we are going to be f- on for Greeny today. Uh, CC, are you going to grant this request? Are we putting Nuno on the air? Because he's fighting this off right now. I would have thought maybe he'd want to represent our show and promote our show as best as he can. He does not want to do this interview. What do we think? No, we, we, have to, we have to have him on the big show. He has to go on the big show, and we have to have him as a part of uh, Greeny when we're jumping on in a few minutes because <laughs> he's an original member of the hashtag crew. I guess he's member emeritus now. Yeah. But he absolutely has to be a part of this for the rest of the day. Okay, so Nuno... No, no, you heard your agent speaking. So here's what happens. 10 a.m. Eastern, you'll go on with a really big show in Cleveland. We will have you on. We're going to have Mike Tannenbaum on to start uh, Greeny coming up in 10 minutes because he's throwing out these hypothetical trades that we're going to discuss with him. Uh, Maybe like 10.45 a.m. Eastern time, you are going to then join us to let Bubba and Cam have at it with you. Okay? Anything for the show. (laughs) He seems thrilled. You're it's just Friday. Remote. He's yeah. trying to get out of here. No, but he's he's the biggest star today. He was going streaking. There you go. He's the biggest star every day. Get it right. Yes, my bad. Maybe I should be your agent, Nuno. Jeez. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Unsportsmanlike moments. By the way, I wanted to uh, talk about one thing before we hand it off to ourselves. Um, so Rob, <laughs> Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, announced yesterday that he will be retiring and walking away in 2029, which I thought was an interesting thing that he revealed, considering the fact that the obvious replacement for Manfred, I thought, was somebody in his office for a long period of time is no longer in his office, and that's Theo Epstein, mm-hmm. who's now part of the ownership group with the Boston Red Sox. People remember him from building the Red Sox title and the Cubs title, broke two of those curses, and he was working in the commissioner's office. Smalls, I, I thought he would have been the like commissioner-in-waiting 
but now he's working somewhere else. Doesn't mean he can't be, but he's an owner of a team, which may be more lucrative and less pressure than having to be the commissioner of the sports. Yeah, I thought that he was the obvious replacement as well, just because he has such a feel for the game and has so many great ideas. I thought that he would have been an excellent choice. Um, I also thought it was interesting that Rob Manfred an- announces this now. Like, I-, I know that there's a lot of time in between, but it baseball needs to get it right with the next commissioner. I, I am not as down on Rob Manfred as some people are. I know him calling the World Series trophy a piece of metal rub people the wrong way. I know him working on his back squ- backswing as the season was hanging in the balance. Didn't rub a lot of people the right way. But with the rules changes, the pitch clock, the pace of play stuff that happened last year, I think that did a lot to improve his standing with the game. But baseball still in an interesting spot. So whoever succeeds Rob Manfred, they need to get it right. Yeah, and Smalls, that's where I immediately go to when I got the news. What will Rob Manfred's legacy be as the commissioner? Because we know what the legacy of the commissioner prior to him was. But Selig, it was the steroid era that didn't stop him from getting into Cooperstown. But what are the things that we're going to remember Rob, Rob Manfred for? I mean, guiding the sport through a pandemic, I think that's important in some contentious negotiations in order to get back to play. The, the, the expansion of the playoffs for Major Leagues, for the Major League Baseball, I thought that was big. I thought the innovations that they're exploring with the game, also a big aspect of it. So I think those are the things that we're going to remember Rob Manfred for. I guess we also have to include in there the scandal around the Houston Astros. Big time. That will probably be the, the, the biggest black mark on him. But I think there's far more good than bad when it comes to Rob Manfred's tenure as commissioner of the sport. This may be the most unlikely thing the three of us agree on. Because mo- the masses think he's terrible. Of I course. totally agree with you guys. The masses hate every commissioner. I think, I think if you actually look back at all of the different things that have happened, the players fought the change more than, than the commissioner did. The players were the ones who didn't want some of these things. And he did. All right, we are going to be in for Greeny coming up next. Mike Tannenbaum is going to join us right away here to talk about some of these hypothetical trades he has thrown out there. And it seems like we have confirmed Nuno. Nuno will join us to talk about his willingness and his excitement to go streaking. We're on to Monday. We're unsportsmanlike. Ten five progressive insurance. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.